Gardner, and welcome to Perspectives, which is a series of inspiring conversations with remarkable working women. And I am very excited to have my friend and repeat guest, Anna Bogger, with me today. She is the president and CEO of the OAAA, or you can tell me if perhaps I should be saying OAAA, which is the top trade association for all out-of-home advertising. Anna, welcome. Thank you so much, Katie. It's great to be here again. So is it OAAA, OAAAA? What do we say? OAAA. OAAA. And actually, um, maybe since I'm just getting a little primer here, why is outdoor advertising now called out of home? Very good question. I get asked that a lot. Uh, and I think it's something that we can't repeat enough. Uh, so they call it out of home advertising because it's not just billboards and screens that most people think, uh, I think, or that a lot of people think. It's every advertising message you experience outside of your home, so out of home, whether it's an airport, subway, street kiosk, gas station screens, place-based, even in the sky with those aerial uh, sky riders, um, experiences. It's about location. It's about context and creativity. It's really the theater of the streets and, you know, of, of the environment we're in. So it's anything that's out of home that uh, has signage on it that is outdoor or out of home. I love it. The theater of the streets. That sounds way sexier than uh, when you, than when you would think a billboard. So really, it's so much more than that. It is pretty sexy, actually. So let's talk about your. Let's talk about the trade association because I know it's been around forever. But your and let's talk about your role. I know you breathe new life into this organization. So tell us about what you're up to now. Oh, uh, well, I'm hoping I'm breathing new life. Well, the, the, the industry is, is standing pretty good on its own two legs, I will say, with, with me breathing or not. But but yeah, no, it's uh, OAAA is, a, is over 130 years old. I think we may be, I'm not sure if we're older than the 4As, but we might be slightly older or slightly younger than them. But, you know, we've been around a long time. And we do what most trade associations do. We, you know, we work on doing, you know, promotion for the industry, education for the industry. Um, organizing the industry in a way that helps promote growth, whether that's through standards and definitions, research. Uh, we bring our members together. We bring our members to the outside world so that they learn all about how fantastic out of home is. And then we also defend the industry in, in Washington and also on a state level. We're a big, we're a pretty big lobby organization. And I think what's maybe new with me or, or or rather maybe what's new with the industry is that we're going through a digital transformation right now um which has come to i would say out of home a little later than maybe other forms of advertising or it's been happening for a longer time um so we're working on a lot of uh you know work that goes into creating a better digital ecosystem uh, standards for programmatic um again de definitions and guidelines that help support this education around how advertisers now can buy out of home in a much more effective way programmatically uh and on digital screens or how they for that matter can tie static screens uh to the online world um so so a lot of education a lot of fun stuff selling the industry and you know just being out there talking about out of home and then you know of course having just been through or being in to a certain extent, but coming out of a global pandemic where people weren't allowed to be out of home, you know, we're 
we're really focused on, you know, the positive changes that are happening now for our medium when people are out in the streets again. And I would argue even more excited about that than they were before. Well, let's talk about that because during the pandemic, there really wasn't any out of home. It was all stay at home. So how is the sector bouncing back? Well, I have to say there was not an insignificant amount of out of home, even in the pandemic. We were still, I think we all know, we still left our houses a bit um, and we still went shopping. We still did things. A lot, large part of our country never had stay-at-home orders, but we did things differently. So um, traffic shifted and audiences went to new places. Instead of being in Times Square, maybe they were in their suburb. Uh, maybe they weren't commuting, but they were certainly driving on the on the highway because they didn't want to take the train or or the public transport. Um, so so out of home uh, did not completely die, but we certainly shrank quite a bit uh, in the pandemic, and we had a difficult time as as had everyone. Um, but there was still a foundation to build on, and you know we did a lot of work uh, utilizing the fact that we we weren't as active uh, on the advertising side. You know, just sort of going through this transformation, building out digital, building out programmatic, and now we're back. I mean, we're uh, if we're not the fastest growing medium, uh, we're definitely up there. Uh, maybe the second fastest. We had a growth of thirty eight percent in Q two, and Q three is looking even better. Um, we're back to pre-pandemic levels, and I will say prior to the pandemic, out of home was the second fastest growing medium, and, you know, we had over 40 consecutive uh, quarters of consecutive growth. So if, if that's an indication uh, of us now being back to that, uh, I think we're have a, we have somewhat of a golden age in front of us right now. That's fantastic. So last week was advertising week at uh, the iconic Hudson Yards, and I had the opportunity to moderate a number of really interesting discussions. One of them was in the travel industry, which is bounced back too. So it's interesting to see these different industries now having sort of like a new time to rethink and reinvent and also still having to work all the way through the pandemic, as you're saying, things didn't really stop. But um, Advertising Week, what was your overall impression? I thought it was fantastic. I mean, I... Who would have thought, you know, again, you know, coming, we're all, all a little tainted by our, our difficult two years. Yeah. Who would have thought that so many people would get together? I mean, I found it inspiring and incredibly heartwarming uh, meeting, you know, all, all the folks from, you know, from two years ago from before uh, it brought us all back together in person again. And I think that was fantastic and just made everyone feel great about themselves. I think a lot of conversation about, you know, how we can be innovative, what changed with consumer behavior. You know, in our case, people are more excited about being out of home and being out and about. You can certainly see that with the ad executives and that's positive for our industry. What can we do with that? Technology shifts that have happened through the pandemic. Uh, so just like a lot of really great conversations about that, I thought it was a fantastic lineup of sponsors uh, that Matt and team had put together. The content was just outstanding. Uh, the parties were fantastic. I think the Amazon concert by the Vessel, which is also an incredibly cool place and, mm. and you know, uh, a, a landmark of New York that never really had a chance to blossom until I think now. Uh, that was fantastic. And then, you know, my personal favorite was your Christy Brinkley interview. You did oh, some really good things. So that was fabulous. 
She's wonderful. She's just so smart and interesting and of course stunning. So thank you for that. And I agree with you. Big kudos to Matt and Lance and their team for putting together such an amazing event. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was fantastic. And honestly, I'll say this, you know, I think advertising week also, just like our industry, I believe we, in the long run, the pandemic will have service. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure Matt will have a lot of sponsors and people wanting to speak lining up for next year, because this was just an epic advertising week that I don't think anyone will forget. Yeah, We're no, certainly going to engage more next year. I totally agree. Um, so just before we move away from advertising week, because it was so important to our industry, uh, what were there any takeaways that you had, you know, what you thought people were talking about the most or what surprised you the most? Uh, yeah, I don't know that anything really surprised me outside of, you know, just the enthusiasm and, you know, the actually more vibrant conversations, I think, than ever, because people were more interested in talking now than, than they, they were before. And there's a lot of reflection. I mean, I think the, the three main takeaways from my perspective, um, both from the industry and me personally was, you know, I think there was a lot of conversation about diversity and, and, and equity and inclusion and, and also how we can attract more diverse talent. I mean, it's very hard to hire today. And I think that that was not surprising, but it was fantastic that that was brought up. And I think that that was one of the major themes I think the conversation around measurement, data attribution, programmatic, you know, innovation in general, how everything is digital now. I touched on that before. I mean, for our medium, again, it's not just about a digital screen. It's now about a backend that supports uh, everything we do to be part of a digital world. And I found that a lot of those conversations on innovation were very interesting and uh, you know, and, and quite useful conversations around consumers and how they how they consume media and, and again, for, for, for out of home, supportive of everything that we do. So I thought that that was a big thing. And then, you know, the conversation around how we can how we can know our clients, brands and agencies better. Um, I think for us uh, in the out of home industry, as we're shifting and, you know, uh, doing things more and better than and, and different than we've done before, you know, to be able to convey that. Um, to to our clients is important and i think a lot of the conversations at advertising week really taught us how to know our clients better and i think that that's very important for us so um so i thought in general it was it was a great event but diversity inclusion technology and innovation and then just clients and what they need in this new world with these things in in mind so let's talk about your clients a bit because some of the biggest spenders in out of home i was very surprised to learn are companies like Google and Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and also a lot of DTC companies, which is not what I would have expected. No, I mean, we have a wide range of clients and a lot of them are very much in the forefront of innovation and marketing and, you know, are selling selling products themselves and then they go to out of home for, for advertising. So it's really quite cool. And I think that's become even more so uh, true during the pandemic. I mean, out of home appeals to the most modern and digital platforms, form companies, I think because it's mass media and it's one-to-one. Mm -hmm. um, you can use it for so many things. It can be hyper local and it can also have incredible reach, uh, you know, across the U.S. in every little small or large space. So it has that, you know, and now a connectivity and interactive and an interactive side that you can connect directly to consumers that I think is important. Um, it's also brand safe, um, which is important. You can turn it off. It's always seen. It's there. 
uh, it lends, you know, a lot of legitimacy and, and, and a physicality that is hard to get with something else. Um, it, it really, you know, is something that appeals to consumer and that consumers, I think, appreciate, especially now that they're returning back to the world, you know, to see signage is a, is, is a signal that they're back to normal. Uh, and then, of course, I think one of the big things with Out of Home that we've seen a lot of uh, recently and, you know, or forever is just that it lends itself so well to social media and sharing uh, in, in social channels. And with that, you know, if you do it right, you can get a lot of free media through an Out of Home buy uh, and it gets amplified on a global level. So. I think that the types of advertisers that you just mentioned, they're really the best testament, testament to that we have, you know, incredible momentum and, and, and our medium is very important right now for all, for all of those reasons. So as someone that's known you for a long time, I'm, I'm shifting gears a little bit here. You know, I first met you when you were um, at the IAB and then you took this role. And I remember you and I had lunch and you had just started this role. I mean, literally, I think it was like your second day I mean, and then the you start so much happens, a pandemic hits, you're you're so knowledgeable, everything I'm asking, you know so much. I guess your position is still relatively new for you in a way, uh, but you've settled in so terrifically. What surprised you most about it? That's a very, very, very good question. Uh, and and yeah, I mean, I sometimes I feel like I'm completely new, and sometimes I feel like I worked. For 100 years. <laughs> but I will tell, well, I mean, the biggest surprise for me and for everyone was, of course, the pandemic. Uh, I had not counted on that. And it changed pretty much all the plans that I had after my 90 days, right? And what I thought that, you know, this job would be and, you know, where I could apply my strengths and, you know, where I could where I could be helpful, it turned into something very different. And, you know, frankly, a situation I had never been in before. So it was a little frightening. Uh, and, and there was a lot of unknowns. Um, so, so that was a surprise, but I think the biggest surprise was like how welcome I was into this world and how strong and resilient the people are. I mean, I'm so proud to work in out of home and with these companies, my members, the whole industry for what they've accomplished. I mean, there's just so much energy. Uh, the people are absolutely terrific. They're super entrepreneurial. They find new ways, um, they are incredibly creative uh, and this industry just has so much potential uh you know the sky's the limit i mean i i will say i'm learning i thought i knew a lot about out of home i knew a little bit about digital out of home uh, which is again a term i don't really like to use because i think it's all out of home but i i've learned you know again so much about our membership about the what you can do with this medium the creativity you know again the incredible reach that it has uh, and innovation in this past year that, you know, I've, I've truly been blown away. Um, I think, honestly, out of home is the best kept secret of advertising. So I think now that we're coming out of the pandemic, I, I think I have a clear task ahead of me. And that's really to do a better job of explaining and educating and promoting uh, others about how fantastic this medium is. So in terms of switching or switching jobs, you know, because of the pandemic, you read so much about people either reassessing their priorities and quitting their jobs or sadly losing their jobs. Do you think this is a good time now to find a new job? Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, I hope people stick around, except for the roles that I need to fill. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, it is hard. I mean, I'm definitely sensing that uh, 
there are lots of opportunities out there uh, and a lot of people that are looking looking for new opportunities too so so i i think it's it's definitely a good time and it's a good time to make shifts because the world has changed and and uh there are new ways of working and and you know uh liaising with your employers so no i think it's a good time and i i i do believe um that we are through the worst and i think that not for all industries, but I think if you're in advertising or media, I think we're gonna we're gonna continue to see good growth. Um, and and uh, even though the economy might, who knows, struggle a little bit in the coming years, I don't think it's gonna affect us very much because you know there's been a there's been a little bit of a dark hole around advertising and people need to get out with their products again. So so I I think we have a bright future ahead of us, and I think it's definitely a good time too look for jobs. I agree but also you and I, stay at your job. And and I I hope you're right. So. As an employer, then, for someone who might be listening and thinking that they might want to change jobs, um, do you have any advice for ways that someone might stand out, especially if they don't have that initial opportunity to meet in person, which used to be the norm? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we've we've learned ourselves, and you've certainly been in conversations over these past two years where you you figured out what works and what doesn't. I can say for me, both for how I approach it, not that I'm necessarily looking for a job, but for any conversation I'm in, uh, but also when the conversations I've been in with people who may have been pursuing jobs, I think it's the same, you know, that goes always, but maybe just a little more of it, which is basically be over-prepared. Uh, at least that's something I believe in. Know what you're talking about. Have, have think about before what you're going to say then you know you're if you allow yourself to be authentic you know you're going to be interesting and and seem you know uh spontaneous anyway but i think preparation is 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 key know who you're talking to that's part of the preparation but like figure out as much as you can which is not that hard about the person you're meeting with what triggers them what they want uh who they are what they've done uh so do some research before and then start the meeting with asking questions uh that always helps um, and again, I think, you know, like I said, be authentic. Uh, you don't want to work with someone who you don't like. So, and they're not going to work with you if you're not your true self. You're not going to learn about them. So I think authenticity, as uh, cliche as it sounds, I think that that's important. And then, you know, have a great Zoom setup. Make sure, you know, that you have a good light on your face, that you look good, that you're wearing clothes that work on Zooms, that you're in a room that isn't too messy. Because, you know, if you're in your home, especially, um i think it's important that you're you don't have a bunch of dirty laundry behind you or something else there's going to be dogs and kids and things and i think that just adds to uh telling the story about you but i think having clean background and i personally like real backgrounds not fake backgrounds but i think that summarizes at least from my perspective i think you're right and i don't like fake backgrounds either although i know some people prefer it but i i always hate that weird thing when people's heads sort of are like going in and out they're like weaving in and out of the fake yeah. background. It's like, and it's one of the things I've enjoyed about these Zooms, although I find them so tiring, is like if you do too many in one day, it's almost more than being in a meeting. But it's interesting to see where people are working from. Yeah, absolutely. You learn so much about people and, you know, that they're, oh, he's human too, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I think, yeah, the in and out is not anything distracting is really not cool. Um, I have I have a client who's a creative. He's um, he's European. He has tons of tattoos. He's he's done amazing work, and um, 
the other day I was on a call with him and I saw behind him on his bed, he had his two huge dogs and he has three children and he had two huge dogs and two children sleeping all asleep on his bed behind him. He said, sorry, we were just out playing and everyone's exhausted. And I just thought, oh my God, that's so cute. But that's cute. I think that's the type of thing you want to share. But yeah. thirty, likely, maybe not, or you know, sleeping kids and dogs. <laughs> yeah, no, you kind of you pick it. You pick your you pick your uh, background. I think. So changing uh, gears a little bit, th- this has been such a stressful time for so many people. Working women have had so much stress. The world seems to be opening up again, or the world has opened up again, with caveats. Uh, your super successful working woman, but you're also a very involved mother. How have you been navigating these times? I mean, honestly, I have no idea. (laughs) It's been, it's been tough. I'm not going to lie. It's been really hard. Lots of stress. Uh, Very hard to know what to expect. I mean, like I said before, I like to prepare. There was no way to prepare for how to run your personal life here. Very little knowledge about your kids and are they going to be or not in school or not in school? I mean, for a large part, they weren't, right? Uh, You know, working from home does not mean more time with your kids. It just means more yelling at your kids. So it's been, it's been difficult, but I think, you know, yeah. How do you manage? I think you ask for help um, where you can, you make sure that you share with your spouse or your partner, if you can, um, and you get a really, really good Wi-Fi <laughs> installed in your house. So you don't have to fight over that. Um, but I think, you know, now as we're coming out of it, uh, it, it's, it's hard to work, you know, whether you're a man or a woman and manage all these things. And, and I think, uh, and we talked about this, I think the last time I was there too, I think the most important thing is making sure that you're not alone and that you don't take it all on yourself. Again, ask for help, uh, share with your partner or whoever can help buy help if you need to prioritize job is important. And if it's fulfilling for you and you're doing a good job, you should continue to do that. Uh, It doesn't mean that you're a bad mom or dad. Uh, I think you make your kids understand why you're working so hard. Most kids would be really, you know, proud and also inspired by that. So I think that that's important, you know, to be a role model, not make it seem like you're constantly frazzled and you don't like it, but tell them you enjoy it. It's hard, but you do it for them uh, and tell them that it's going to be good for them too. But I mean, I, when it comes to this, I I really don't have the answers. I think I had better answers when we spoke last (laughs) after this pandemic. But I think that how would you have all the answers? And I think part of the, part of the, Part of the things that have changed since the pandemic is that people are more open to saying that they don't have answers, which sometimes just knowing that everybody's going through the same thing in a different way is also very reassuring. At least it has been for me. So, and I I think it has been for a lot of people. So also going back to the last time we talked, um, I'd love to ask you this question and uh, maybe you have a piece of similar advice or something different, but is there one piece of advice that has helped guide you through your life and career that you can share with us? Oh, there's, there's so much, uh, really. And I I don't remember what I answered the last time. Uh, so I'm going to sort of, again, I'm going to tie it into what we've just been through. And for me, uh, and, and where, where I am, you know, uh, right now, I think 
in my career, I've, I've switched, which I don't think you should be afraid of doing. You know, I, I've been in many different industries, right? I, I started, I worked on the telecommunication side, and then I went to media, now I'm in out of home. Um, but I think the red thread has been that I've always been an early adopter and, and marketer of technology in, in various ways. Uh, and that means that, you know, I've always had to learn new things and trends before they were established. Uh, I always had to kind of stay on top of things a little bit before. Uh, and even me that sometimes that, you know, seemed daunting and some of these things I weren't as interested in, but everything gets really interesting when you, when you take the time to get to know it. Um, and it just widens your perspective and helps you tie different things together. So kind of being a little later in my career now, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for that. And I'm trying to keep my curiosity. I think that that's important. Uh, so I would say, you know, be curious. Um, be accountable, uh, work hard as hell because that's what it takes. There's no shortcuts there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, always be prepared, um, be kind. Uh, so I'm giving you a lot of advice here, but that's I love something, it. <laughs> something we learned. I certainly learned in the pandemic, uh, you know, the hard way. I mean, how important it is that you're kind and, and receptive to how others feel because it's been difficult for everyone. So that's a big takeaway for me. Um, and then, you know, make sure that you have fun. But I think, again, if you are curious and you're leaning in, everything is going to be interesting. And you're for the most part, you're going to have fun. So those would be my many advices into one piece. Well, thank you. And it has certainly been very fun talking with you. So I very much appreciate your time. Thank you, Anna. Thanks for having me, Katie. This is great.